Welcome back to Med School Radio. We are looking at some more summaries from the QBanks. We are mixing a few today. So let's see if you can recognize some of them. First, let's talk about parvovirus B19, which is the causative organism of fifth disease or erythema infectiosum, which is characterized by an erythematous rash on both cheeks. So remember that in patients with sickle cell anemia and other chronic hemolytic disorders, the most common viral cause of an aplastic crisis is infection of erythroid progenitor cells with parvovirus B19, which is a non-enveloped, single-stranded DNA virus. Okay, moving on. First, Kaposi sarcoma. Remember that it has spindle-shaped tumor cells, and it is due to the human herpes virus 8, and is found commonly in patients with AIDS. Next, DeGeorge syndrome. It causes an extreme deficiency in the number of mature T lymphocytes, leading to poor development of the lymph node paracortex. In contrast, A-gamma globulinemia causes an absence of B cells, preventing primary lymphoid follicles and germinal centers from forming in the lymph node cortex. Anti-muscarinic agents and antihistamines with anti-muscarinic action are most effective for motor sickness prevention. Remember, anti-muscarinic agents and antihistamines with anti-muscarinic action are most effective for motion sickness prevention. Let's talk about tetanus. Tetanus toxin blocks glycine and GABA release from inhibitory interneurons in the spinal cord, which results in facial grimacing, which is called rhesus sardonicus, and back arching, which is called opistotonus, from severe muscle spasms and ultimately death if untreated. Okay, next one, staghorn stones. Staghorn stones are composed of ammonium magnesium phosphate or strovite and are caused by infection by urease producing microorganisms, most commonly Proteus klebsiella and Staphylococcus saprophyticus. The mechanism of vancomycin resistance in organisms such as VRE is a substitution of D-lactamate in the place of D-alanine during the process of peptidoglycan cell wall synthesis. This prevents the binding of vancomycin to its usual D-alanyl-D-alanine binding site in the cell wall. Next, Staphylococcus epidermidis and other coagulase-negative staphylococci is a part of normal skin flora and can cause infections including peritonitis in the setting of indwelling prosthetic devices or catheters. 
It is the most common cause of dialysis-associated peritonitis, with Staphylococcus aureus being the second most commonly implicated pathogen. Okay, what do you know about hepatitis A infection? Acute hepatitis A infection frequently occurs in travelers to areas with poor sanitation and those who eat contaminated raw shellfish. It is transmitted fecal-orally, most commonly in water or seafood, and has a self-limited course. The main clinical manifestations include nausea, vomiting, malaise, abdominal pain, jaundice, and bilirubinuria. Hepatitis A is not associated with a carrier state and has no increased for HCC. Okay, moving on. The carboxy terminal of the FC portion of the heavy immunoglobulin chains represents the site that binds to the FC receptors on neutrophils and macrophages. Antibody bound to antigen is able to signal for the phagocytosis of that antigen by a conformational change of the FC region allowing binding to the FC receptor on phagocytes. This leads to subsequent phagocytosis of the organism or antibody complex and subsequent destruction of the organism. Next, post-infectious glomerulonephritis presents between one and three weeks after a streptococcal infection, skin or throat, with a nephritic syndrome. A type 3 hypersensitivity reaction is characterized by antigen-antibody complexes that lead to complement activation. Okay, let's think about a patient who is presenting with signs and symptoms of cirrhosis caused by hepatitis C infection. HCV is an enveloped, single-strand positive linear RNA virus with icosahedral capsid that belongs to the flavivirus genus. All RNA viruses replicate in the cytoplasm, except influenza and retrovirus. TMP-SMX, you know what it is, is one of the first-line therapies for uncomplicated urinary tract infections, or UTI, and acts by blocking the synthesis of folate, which is essential for nucleotide synthesis. In young women, most UTIs are caused by E. coli, with the remainder caused by Staph saprophyticus, Klebsiella pneumoniae, and several other less commonly seen species. So remember that TMP-SMX is one of the first-line therapies for uncomplicated urinary tract infections. E. coli, which ferments lactose, is the most common cause of urinary tract infections in sexually active women. Okay, let's talk about plasma homocysteine. Elevated levels of plasma homocysteine are an independent risk factor for thrombotic events. Homocysteine can be metabolized to methionine via remethylation 
or to a cysthionine via transsulfuration. Hyperhomocysteinemia is most commonly due to genetic mutations in critical enzymes or deficiencies of vitamin B12, vitamin B6, and folate. Think about the spinal accessory nerve. The spinal accessory nerve is vulnerable to injury in the posterior triangle of the neck. The injury results in weakness of the trapezius muscle, which presents with drooping of the shoulder, impaired abduction of the arm above 100 degrees, and lateral displacement of the scapula. Stellate or Eto cells are the primary cells involved in hepatic fibrosis. In response to hepatic injury, the stellate cells are activated and transform into myofibroblasts capable of proliferating, promoting chemotaxis and producing large qualities of collagen. Collagen stains blue with Mason trichome stain. Okay, we're talking about E. coli again, which is a potential cause of gastrointestinal disease. The EHEC strain can be responsible for bloody diarrhea when it obtains sugar-like toxin from a lysogenic phage. It can cause hemolytic uremic syndrome characterized by hemolytic anemia, thrombocytopenia, and renal failure. What do you know about bupropion. It is a norepinephrine and dopamine reuptake inhibitor. is an atypical antidepressant. Bupropion is contraindicated in patients with anorexia nervosa due to increased risk of developing seizures, as this patient population is likely to have electrolyte disturbances. Okay, moving on. Clopidogrel. What do you know about clopidogrel? Clopidogrel irreversibly blocks the P2Y12 component of ADP receptors on the platelet surface and prevents platelet aggregation. Clopidogrel is an effective, is as effective as aspirin in the prevention of cardiovascular events in patients with coronary heart disease. think about Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's disease is a common cause of elderly dementia characterized by amyloid plaques, neurofibrillary tangles, and decreased acetylcholine activity in the brain. Donepazil increases the amount of available acetylcholine in synaptic clefts by inhibiting acetyl cholinesterase and can provide symptomatic relief in patients with Alzheimer's disease. So remember Donepazil. Atrial flutter. Atrial flutter demonstrates rapid and regular atrial activity in a saw-toothed pattern flutter or F waves on ECG. Typical atrial flutter is caused by a large re-entrance circuit that traverses the cavotricuspid isthmus of the right atrium, which is the target site for radiofrequency ablation.
Okay, just a few more here. Primary sclerosing cholangitis, or PSC, is associated with ulcerative colitis. Up to 70% of patients with PSC have ulcerative colitis. And this causes periportal fibrosis and alternating stenosis of the hepatic bile ducts. What do you know about ethacrinic acid? Ethacrinic acid is a loop diuretic without sulfur derivatives that can be used in place of furosemide to achieve diuresis in patients with CHF exacerbations who have a history of anaphylaxis in response to sulfur-based drugs. So remember, ethacrinic acid, the loop diuretic that can be used in case of furosemide in patients with CHF exacerbations who have a history of anaphylaxis in response to sulfur-based drugs. And I thank you very much. I'll be back again with more reviews.